God wants you to speak faith. In August of 1980, God gave instructions to me for Word of Faith Ministries. He said, proclaim the Word of Faith, be a showcase of ministries, and train people to fulfill the Word of God. Now, let's get into today's message. Well, praise the Lord, it's time once again for the Speak Faith broadcast. Here it is Friday. Man, we've gone through a whole week here on the Speak Faith broadcast, and we've been talking about the topic of, is evil real? I know that's a that's an odd topic. I knew when I started it, it was going to be a little different, but uh, I just had it in my spirit to convey some things about evil in the world today. In these last the last days, we know we are in perilous times because Paul, you know, made it very clear. He said, in the last days, well, guess what? That's right where we are. Perilous times shall come. And a lot of what's happening with regard to perilous times is that we are being subjected to an unrestrained world, an unrestrained secular world. And I've talked about this as we've studied this out and talked about kind of where I'm coming from from this particular study, that, uh, you know, back in my early pre-high school and high school days, you know, let me back up just even a little further. I was born again April the 6th of 1969. Okay? <laughs> I know a lot of people going, oh boy, that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, well, it was. But that's when I was born again. Then I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost on November 10th, 1973. Glory to God. <laughs> to, to quote Norval Hayes. And... <laughs> Anyway, during that time, as I looked around as a young Christian who'd just been spirit-filled, I thought, man, this world is just going down the tubes. They're anti-God, and they're this and they're that, and on and on and on. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Compared to then... Look at it today. Back then, things were sweetness and light. And I mean, you see what I'm saying? I mean, people had some respect for the Bible. They had some respect for God. They, at least when they heard you were a Christian, kind of went, well, oh, okay. You know, they understood that that was good even if they weren't they may have called you a goody two shoes or or something like that but it was it was somewhat in a in an arena of respect you know what i'm saying but today there are people in situations that find themselves in the situation of what we were discussing yesterday from the scripture that we read in the book of Amos. Um, Let me go back to that, because that scripture was somewhat 
surprising when I saw it. Amos chapter 5, verse 12. We read it yesterday. For I know your manifold transgressions and your mighty sins, talking about in Israel. They afflict the just. They take a bribe. They turn aside the poor in the gate from their right. Therefore the prudent... Now who's prudent? What does the word prudent mean? P-R-U-D-E-N-T. Somebody that is prudent is somebody that is wise. They're, they're thoughtful. They're understanding. They're, you know, they don't act rashly. They're prudent. Therefore, the prudent shall keep silence in that time, for it is an evil time. And there are a lot of people that are right in that situation today. They're surrounded by people that if, if they found out you were a Christian, if they found out you believe that people shouldn't kill babies in the womb, if they found out that you, um, you voted according to the word of God, amen, they would rail against you and maybe even do physical harm in some cities, some places. And so as prudent people, they keep silent in that time, for it's an evil time. Now, that's a shame that that's happening. And the thing is, that's really not... Now, this is talking about the children of Israel. This is talking about, about during the prophet Amos's day. This is back before people were born again, spirit-filled. I mean, think about it. Peter... He told the Lord, Oh, Lord, if everybody leaves you, I'll be beside you. I'll be here for you. And Jesus turned to him and says, Peter, you're going to deny me, you know, three times. And then Peter said, Oh, no, Lord, I'm, I'm not going to do that. And then he turned right around, and that's what he did. When the pressure came, he caved. But then that same Peter received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, spoke in other tongues. Acts chapter 2, verse 4. Woo, hallelujah. And Peter stood up. The guy that denied Jesus, the guy that was when he was under pressure, he caved. He stood up before a crowd of more than 3,000 people. We know that there had to be at least that many there because that's how many got born again. But he stood up and he said... My brethren, you killed the Lord. <laughs> I mean, boldness. So what's the difference? The baptism of the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues. Amen. He, he was empowered. Praise the Lord. But, here's what I want you to see. Even in these days, where the prudent are keeping silence in that time, then we're seeing the need for Christians to stand up boldly under the power of the Holy Ghost and empowered by A, the Lord and the Holy Ghost, B, surrounded by angels, and you should be believing for supernatural protection from all the mess that's going on around you. So if you find yourself in that kind of situation... And the Lord prompts you to boldly speak. 
then you could do so without fear of physical harm or retribution because you got supernatural protection. The angels will lift you up unless you cast you, you know, dash your foot against a stone kind of situation. You see what I'm saying? Now, here's the thing. You got to be actively believing for that. You got to be standing on the word for that, not just haphazardly jump up and say, you know, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. <laughs> Amen. You got to be led by the Holy Ghost. Know when to shut up and when to speak. But if you get that prompting, like Peter did, stand up and preach. Go for it. But you see, we need to, we need to be obedient to do that. And we need to understand that there is evil out there. And there are people that do want to stop because they're motivated by the devil. The devil, listen, the devil wants to stop the word of God from going forth. I've said this many times before and will say it again. The devil could care less about you personally. He doesn't care whether you live or die, win or lose. He'd prefer you lose. He'd prefer you die. Matter of fact, John 10, 10, Jesus said, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and destroy. In other words, let's take that out of the King James. He only comes for three reasons. Stealing, killing, and destroying. That's why he shows up. But he does it. And by the way, Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. Finish out the rest of that verse. So it is the battle line that is drawn between Satan's operation and the operation of the Lord. Okay? That John 10.10, 10, I think of that as the dividing line between the two forces. And guess who's more powerful? The Lord. Amen. But anyway, I think about the, the people in the book of Acts. What did they do? When they were confronted with people trying to take them down, they went back to their own company, it says. And when they got back to their own company, did they say, Oh, woe is us. They've been beating on us. We need to hide here in the caves. No. They prayed. And they told the Lord, Lord, behold their threatenings. Woo! And give us more miracles, signs, and wonders, and give us boldness to preach your word with boldness. And Paul he told Timothy, preach the word with boldness. Be bold. We need to have boldness in these last of the last days to follow the Holy Ghost as he prompts you and directs you and guides you. Amen? Be aware that the evil is out there and is increasing. The spirit of Antichrist is at work in the earth. No question. Now, Antichrist himself hasn't been manifested yet. But as far down the road as we are in the last of the last days, I think he's out there somewhere. He's probably alive already. He's probably maneuvering. But he hasn't been revealed yet. We don't know who it is. 
If somebody says they know who it is, uh-huh. Just say, I don't think so, my brother or sister. Because he'll be revealed, ultimately, when he stops sacrifice uh, in Israel and proclaims himself God, the abomination of desolation. Now, that hasn't happened yet. And it's not even that close to happening because Israel has not yet reestablished sacrifices there at the temple. That's got to happen first. So the Antichrist is not really that close to being revealed yet. But the thing about it is, the spirit of Antichrist is already at work in the earth. And we just need to be aware of that. Well, praise the Lord. I think this will close out our teaching on is evil real because we know it is. But we are going to start a new topic next week. Remember until then to fulfill the word of God. I trust that you enjoyed the Speak Faith broadcast today. Word of Faith Ministries is a multimedia outreach ministry that provides the SpeakFaith.tv Fire TV app, the SpeakFaith.tv Roku channel, the SpeakFaith.tv live streaming internet TV network available at the web address sftv.io and the on-demand SpeakFaith.today internet video service to showcase ministries preaching the uncompromising word of faith. We also provide technical support and web hosting for many great churches and ministries, including Expedition Church of the Triad, Word of Faith Worship Center, and Word of Faith Radio. If you would like to partner with us to reach the world with the Word of Faith, you may do so on the web at paypal.me slash speakfaith or at our mailing address, Word of Faith Ministries, P.O. Box 5213, High Point, North Carolina, 27262. For more information, visit our main website at speakfaith.org. The Speak Faith broadcast is brought to you by Word of Faith Ministries and our partners around the world.